Okay, so it's the Feast of the Holy Trinity today. It always happens after Pentecost. Some say it's a tough feast day to preach on, but I kind of enjoy it, but I'm also a sick human being. So I'm sorry if the beginning part of this gets a little too technical, um, but again, like I said, I'm very sick in the head, so I enjoy this stuff. So let me, let me just start with the Greek philosopher Plato. So as you can see, we're already off to a, a good start here. Uh, ancient philosopher before the time of Jesus. And if you know anything about the Greek philosophy and religion of that time, it was uh, polytheist, which means they believed in many gods. But Plato, if you ever read his writings, was one that kind of started to explored a possibility of there being just one God. But he got kind of tied up on probably many things, but one thing that I want to bring to your attention that he would often get hung up on was, was this question. If God is one, and God is also an intelligent being, then who or what does he think about so before creation, before anything came into being, there was just God. What was God thinking about? Likewise, if God has a will, and he has to if he creates, he has a will, which means he also loves, then if God is one, then who does he love? So he got tied up in that. So it's not until the time of Jesus through divine revelation, through his word, where he starts to reveal just a little bit, not in its totality, the mystery of who God is. God is one. God is a unity, but he's a unity in persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three persons distinct, not separate, as we say in the creed, consubstantial, which means of one substance, but not divided. A unity of persons, or a communion of persons. So to answer Plato's little question there, if God is one, then who does he think about? Well, in the life of the Trinity, one God, the Father, has just one thought. We call that the word, or in Greek, the logos. The one thought, the one utterance is his beloved son. That's why we call him the word of God, or the truth. Between the father and the son in this word, there's also a love that's being exchanged between them. The father gives himself over to the son, the son over to himself. But that love is also a person. Why? Well, because they're eternal. Okay? Try not to think about it. Okay? You'll just hurt yourself. All right? This one love is also a person, co-eternal. We call that the Holy Spirit. So within the life of the Trinity, there's life, there's truth, and, as 1 John says, also God is love. Life, truth, and love. Those three words. Remember those. 
there's an importance. Because now I'm going to try to make this practical for us. God creates us in his image and likeness. We are an image of God. Some of us are just better looking images than others, but we're all better. <laughs> I'm a much better image than Dominus, trust me. Right? <laughs> image of God, which means God gives us his intellect, his will. We have we possess those things. And we're also a communion of persons. We're not created to be on an island, but as a communion of persons. Deep within us, there are three things that we desire. Life, truth, and love. If you think about it, every single urge, desire, everything that you want and choose, it's to fulfill one of those three things. Whether what you're going to eat, how you're going to spend your leisure time, what you study, and who you love. All the decisions we make I believe, fall under those three things. And it's so because God has created us, he has created us in his image and likeness, therefore we desire that life, truth, and love. We want those things. However, living in this fallen world, life is often mixed with death, truth is mixed with error, and love is often mixed with hate. That's why the things of these world, when we get them and we look for them, they don't totally satisfy us. We're created to have the fullness of life, truth, and love. And there's only one place that that can be found. In the life of the Blessed Trinity. Therefore, God creates us and he gives us that longing and urging for him and the fullness of life, truth, and love. Those are a gift that he wants to give us. So our beginning comes from the Trinity, but also the end. This feast day is also an end point for us, a goal. The end point is to be inserted into the life of the Blessed Trinity. That's really what heaven is. Heaven is the end put into that love, life, and truth of the Blessed Trinity. As St. Augustine once says, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Everything that we have in front of us is an orientation towards life, truth, and love, but it doesn't fulfill us. It's incomplete. Only in the life of the Blessed Trinity is where we can find our deepest needs satisfied. May God bless you.